Greetings everyone and welcome to Lab Talk. In this podcast, I talk and interview various professionals and entrepreneurs within the food, biotech and pharma industries about their journey, expertise, challenges and their day-to-day activities. Tune in, grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. This podcast is brought to you by GMP Limbs. GMP Limbs will help your lab with informatics challenges and regulatory compliance like 21 CFR Part 11. For more information, visit them at gmplimbs.com. Welcome, welcome, and welcome back to Lab Talk. In this episode of our podcast, I had the opportunity to talk with my dear friend and who is also a quality control specialist at Mesoscales Diagnostics, Lola Ikramzada. Lola has acted as a research assistant at various universities and companies such as Fatih University, Sabanji University, and Novopath Scientific. Having her Bachelor of Science in Genetics and Bioengineering, she is also a member of Turkish Molecular Biology Association and European Society of Cell and Gene Therapy. When it comes to bioengineering and quality control related problems, she is the one to ask for advice. Thank you very much for being our guest today. I truly appreciate your time and uh, your effort to be part of this podcast and being our guest. Our guest today is Lola Ikramzadeh, and um, I would like to give you the platform to basically tell us about yourself, your studies and career and uh, everything, so. Yeah, uh, hi, thank you. Now, there it's, it's, it's my pleasure to answer your questions because it's really nice to see the one who, so you, I, I, who studied in the same high school and now here meeting back in the United States yeah. and talking right. about science, which is very, uh, like, you cannot find many people who are dealing with molecular biology or any kind of science but who are immigrants who are moving to states. Usually they're, they're like more business or they're like more like banking or economy. So here I, I graduated from my bachelor's back in 2012 from Turkey. And I did my master's because as all the molecular biologists or lots of genetics, anyone who's studying biology, we, when we're studying the, the department, we don't think that we know enough. We should go more to the master's. Right. And then when I started master's, I say, it's better to the PhD. <laughs> so I got the PhD. Right. I finished my master's, I switched to PhD, but I switched to another school. I moved, I changed my university, I moved to another uh, school. It was good, but the thing is like, um, I realized when I was doing my PhD, I like learning new stuff, but I like it when, it when I find new stuff myself. Like kind of, when you're doing science, it's great, it's cool. Uh, you have lots of inspiration. But when you're just having, the, the end of science usually is like you have your paper, that's all. Like usually very little science, there are very little, like let's maybe like 1%, 2% of papers who are going to the bench from the bench to the bed to the human. So then the, there was an opportunity for me to come to States, in this case, getting green card. I just got a green card through lottery and I moved to States. 
and I hold like I'm on hold for my PhD back in Tajik, back in Turkey, back in Istanbul. So when I moved to here, my priority was finding a PI to continue my like to do research and you know my university, my home university gives me that opportunity to finish my PhD abroad and uh, defend that. But unfortunately, that was a hard uh, pathway because usually when PIs, I think, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but that's also from my experience that usually when they are looking for a PhD student, they want them to be at least five years with them. Right. Meaning like they, they, they teach them, that's okay. They, they are doing PA ship, that's also fine, but at least like five years uh, because they are investing on the students, so they want to get that. But uh, that was harder part for me. So I, when I was emailing and stuff, usually I got rejected. Or even some people that were saying they have an opportunity not for PhD, but for, for postdoc. Or I was looking for, you know, technician specialists or, you know, technical specialists in uh, university labs. They have a very low pay rate, like $10 or $12 per hour, yeah. which were not the same as I was thinking. And then I saw my friend who was, who actually my friend who was doing, she, she was my, she was, she, she was my, I was her TA back in Turkey. And she, she came to States one year, like in 2018, I moved to in 2018. So she was working for one company that now I'm working for. So she said she can be a referral for me. And then she, she was, she referred me to her uh, manager and then they called me and I, go to interview and then go to the job that's awesome that's awesome yeah what, is it like a pharmaceutical or biotech or cosmetic it's biotech it's biotech Bio but uh, the name of company is mesoscale diagnostics mesoscale discovery we are like the biotech middle scale actually we i can also say that we are not like high big company but we are middle right. scale we have around like 800 uh, workers and they are working for Roche. They are not working for Roche. They are enemy of Roche, but they are working for Sanofi, for Moderna, for Merck, for many companies that we know. We are producing ELISA plates, okay. like multi-spot ELISA plates. Uh, usually, uh, regular traditional ELISA that we learn from undergraduate or from any like degree, they are like you have many six-well plates, but and you attach one antibody in one well, and then you only detect one antibody from one well. But in our company, they have their own, they have, it's their own patented, uh, they have their license for that, and they can bind up to nine, up to 10 uh, proteins in one spot. I so see. The wow. wow. So they can, yes, yeah, so they can just, uh, uh, imagine like not in one plate, they can directly uh, scan 10, plate, 10 proteins, not one protein. I see. Very interesting. How was it different for you transitioning from a research lab to industrial lab? So that is really like depending on which scale of company you are getting in. Uh, I had a very short term of work with the, uh, one Chinese company here, which it was like a very small one. It, it was even like uh, I was uh, like my back... Uh, research that I was working, we were, we didn't have any GMP or GLPs, but we were going to take it. So we were trying to do our 
product, our like uh, documentation, our laboratory performance, you know, recording. But if it's a small company, and if it's still like this, a research development, but a small company, it's not the big difference. But if you go to a middle scale or a big scale, if they say they have 5S, they have GMP, uh, or they have like different levels, uh, or GMP or GLPs, so it's different. The one that I'm working now, they don't have GLP or GMP, but they have 5S and they have GDP, like good documentation practice. Meaning like, you should be very careful when you are filling the ITRs, we call them like integrated test records. Each day we are printing on the day that we are starting the experiment, like we are printing our ITRs, like integrated test records. We are filling it and we are like, each, and everything should be very precisely. Meaning like, for example, you have uh, incubation time for one hour plus or minus 10 minutes, if you do one minute difference, like plus or minus 11, you just get a deviation. Like it wow. means that you get deviated from your ITR, even if it's past, you should write it. And in the beginning, when you start, like I, I, when I started my this QC uh, career, I was having like, I got a deviation because the machine didn't work. I got deviation because computer suddenly uh, get on the uh, like restart and then I was saying why I'm having it because in the, in the beginning in the training they say try not to get deviation because they will question you like why you are having it right. maybe you are not careful you are not doing your work well and then I realized actually they are using those deviations when they are releasing the product for so they they are showing to the customers that if you do even these deviations they work they just want us to oh, do, document okay. everything. I see. Very it somehow it, Yeah, it's somehow also not that good, but it's somehow also it's not a big deal, actually. So for us, like, it's, imp it, it's much different. Like, a day before you go, you check your material. It's a must. If you don't do it, and if you do on the same day, the material can arrive, like, one hour or two hours later. So... It's a bit stressful. It's much stressful than the research lab. Because in the research lab, back in universities, we are more flexible because we are the ones who are designing our experiments. And we and the, like a student and PI, let's say PhD student and PI who are in charge of that project. But here, it's like uh, you have more pressure, especially for QC, uh, because when, they, when in the manufacturing, they produce any let's a lot, they come to QC. And QC has the pressure from manufacturing and both from like business because they want us to release as soon as possible the product, product to the customer. So it's much stressful place than the research lab. I but see. on another hand, what's a good here that we don't lack of any material, literally. Like kind of, uh, we just use in, back in research, back in research lab, in, especially in universities, since they have less funding, you use one antibody, like like 10 microliter or something, but here I can use three milliliter or five milliliter of right. same antibody, and I can use 10 antibody in one. And like the cost, like one experiment may cost to up to 10,000. 10,000, yeah. Because, yeah. because you use different stuff, and like if you fail, 
sure they don't judge you but they ask you if you don't if you come to something they should you should tell them that for example like if sometimes they schedule a lot of stuff and you should be aware that you can do those right. they don't give this flexibility then i'm in okay and one point is different because uh, qc lab usually now they're working 10 hours per day it's not eight hours so i'm working for uh, four days and 10 hours for each day meaning meaning that for that uh, like i'm going and the lunch is excluded and like any time if i'm taking between is excluded so they give us three tasks usually but sometimes it can go to up to different number of tasks and those and we should be aware that we are we can do those all if we cannot if it's too much uh, sometimes they change or they drop some tasks but sometimes they don't so it's kind of for me what's hard for in QC lab for me especially is like working 10 hours because I can, I'm, I can, I'm good in nine hours but when it comes to 10 because it never it never ends in 10 hours it never ends it goes to 12 hours usually oh, yeah for a starter it usually goes to 12 hours and like I was in the back and when I was working five hours a day uh, or when I was back in PhD uh, like I like lab, I like science. I really get it like inspiring for me. And I was saying, yeah, that's good. You know, that's very cool. You work four days and three days are empty. So you can plan it, whatever you do. It's impossible because you just, you just need to rest. Your body needs to rest. But what's the good part of QC is like, you do your work and you totally forget. Because each day yeah. there's the, the new new tasks, so you don't care of like you do it. Oh, uh, like you should be aware not to get a deviation. That's all, because someone else will take care of the continuing of the task. Like for example, you do one test on the product. It's not like they don't give you a lot, and they don't ask you to do all the tests. So one test is a new, so you do it. You know, you forget about that lot. Someone else do the the second lot. Yeah, your brain is like you can rest if you can. Like if you don't think much, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, so that's a good difference. So you basically record wherever you left off, and the next uh, associate takes over and continues it. The thing is, like for example, for plates, let's say, for we have different uh, products. We have, we have U plates, we have S plates, we have R plates, we have V plates products. They are like some of them are like ultra specific or something, those letters meaning those stuff. But one place to be released uh, for UPLEX, for example, there is specificity, uniformity, binding capacity. That's all. There, there are three tasks for that one. I'm doing one task and another, another associate doing the second task. So, like, I'm doing, I'm done with the one task and they can give to me or they can give to someone else. I don't like, I'm not thinking, it's not on my mind of thinking, oh, okay, Z00U03 is on I, what I would do with that. I'm not thinking of that. I'm just checking my uh, schedule. If they give to me, I just go and do it. Yeah, it's kind of more easier. Like, uh, it's not like doing a project, it's more doing uh, daily work. I really work, you know, it just for a project, if you're doing if you're dealing with the project, you continue thinking of the same project. But here we don't have that. So 
in terms of, like it seems like uh, in your work in my the environment um, a teamwork and team play is very crucial uh, what yes what are your expectations from your colleagues and from your associates people that you work with uh, like the best part of my work like I could say oh, is my colleagues now because and they have two weeks of training here before going to the lab. We have lab training with one associate who is like senior to us. But meaning that in the, in those three weeks, you will not learn, you will not be expert on the stuff that we are doing. We are doing because in first six months, like I can be expert on those experiments because each day it's changing. Like last week, I had one experiment that I never saw it, and I did it. It was one experiment, hopefully only one task, but it took eight hours. So they gave me, it was good for me. The, my colleagues and my the managers, what, what I am thankful to them is they help. They, whatever question you have, they help. Whatever like materials you need, they help. Uh, you don't see anyone not helping. Weird if you, if they say no or something, and I I don't know like since it's like my second work here and the first work working in an American company, I'm not sure that this is the kind of culture they usually have. But I'm very happy in the culture that I'm working now. That's awesome. They're helping. They're professional. Yeah, that's great. Um, we briefly before the interview talked about QC and QA roles. Can you tell us the differences between the two positions and QA is quality assurance, meaning like they are the one who are doing, who are writing documentations, who are checking those documentations, who are checking deviations, who are checking NCMR, uh, like non-performance, non-conformance uh, material product, those stuff. Uh, like you, you can say if the one who knows more lab more university lab we can say qas are the ones who are writing sops who are having those ones oh they they are usually kind of maybe i could say pis but um for example back in my research lab we had our pi had her had his uh, it his like uh, procedures back in back from his uh, phd time wow so the one who is like who is in charge of it should be correct those uh, itr should be correct and uh, if we have an deviations qa is the one who's checking on that but qc analyst is the one who is doing laboratory work I see. like we are doing laboratory work but the difference is like quality assurance is the one who knows um like for research, the difference between research lab, we do experiment, there's 20% of change between hands. But here we don't have that 20%, we have two or 3%. So in QC, it should be exactly. And QA is the one who knows, like, it's not like plus minus, it's just exact number. Yeah. The quality assurance specialist is the one who is doing, who is dealing with those documentation only. They're not coming to the lab, they're not doing an experiment, but they are aware of all the stuff, all the steps and all the stuff. Very interesting, yeah. very interesting. So let's, if you go to the next question, it says, um, 
how did COVID-19 impact your role and your company uh, in general? Mm, in the COVID-19 pandemic, it had, like, uh, since, like, it doesn't impact everyone, I think, equally. It just brought all of us in an equal position, <laughs> both managers and work, like, QC especially. But the difference between our role and their role, the company, uh, as they are telling us, the vice president, he is usually giving us talks and saying they're doing good, they're doing okay. Although they have some shipping problems or they have some, some of their customers are getting some stuff, but they're also working with Moderna with the, this. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're collaborating with this. Yeah, vaccine development. They're collaborating. They have also those COVID or coronavirus plates and stuff with some uh, virus, with some virus particles uh, assembled for the Eliza spots and stuff. But the difference for me, especially what it, how it affects, it's like I'm still going to lab. Nothing changed in my life. Nothing. Just what changed? My level of anxiety increased and I'm wearing masks. And I have to wear a mask and then I have to wear the glasses because our lab, it, our PPE to wear a lab coat and glasses, which is kind of hard, especially wearing masks like 24 hours, like 12 yeah, hours, foggy, like 12 yeah. hours, foggy eyes. It's, uh, it's okay still for BC, by uh, safety level one where I'm working now, but for by safety level two, they are wearing masks. They are wearing shields, they are wearing gloves, and, and like glasses. It's like very bad for them. But still uh, bearable for me. But what is like bad for me is like since I'm new here, like it has been six months I'm working in this company, and I'm new to space. So yeah. uh, it's hard because, and I have also hearing problems a bit. So uh, it's harder for me to communicate with the mask. Because people, they don't get me, and, and I don't get them. And I'm like, what? I'm just always asking. And yeah, that is the uh, worst. But the good part for me, like also, is just during COVID-19, the number of vacant, like open positions increased for us, for biotechnology, for the one who study bio in biotech. Because here you can feel like, yeah, you, people, they really need you. They really need the good specialists here, yeah. Wow, very interesting. Do you have any sort of regulations in your workplace that you guys have to sort of like follow? What are some of these regulations? Like any regulatory? Reg regulations for the, uh, in, during the COVID or usually? No, 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 usually in your workspace. Like the, that's like regulated. You have to specifically follow that regulation. Otherwise... It's a ruined batch or like ruined result. Ah, the thing is like we should follow whatever ITR we print. And ITRs should be print before we take out the materials out from the fridge or out from the any place they store. Mm -hmm. So we cannot write, we can only write one minute, one minute later. Like we print our ITR. And just we cannot like, and the time should be always there, like, and uh, like you cannot use two reader. Although one reader is kind of broken or something happened, because in Eliza, the last step of Eliza's reading plate, right? Is, yeah, they had many regulations, and now during COVID, 
we have we are following social distance it's a must we don't sit close we don't have lunch close elaine and uh and like our clothes should be like especially shoes should be like closed all the places it's not only tall clothes it should be like kind of like i could say the um how to say leather sneakers like like in some in some places you can just wear the uh, how they call it uh, slippers but the clothes tall slippers but here you cannot and uh, the each uh, safety person uh, environmental health and safety ehc person going and checking us regularly and wow. like warning us like okay do this don't do this and stuff yeah or we cannot wear both of the headphones together because whatever whenever who else would ask us a question we should be aware or they can be yeah. like for example alarm and we should be aware of that right and we, right. we are like, actually we are regulating 5s 5s is maybe if you know like safety cleaning it should be tidy it's actually more from the coming from japanese um, the toyota toyota thing maybe it's like 5s we call it so they have a specific colors for specific particle bench we cannot change it like red is for waste only like uh yeah. green is for documentation yeah we are regulate we are under those regulations and our the company owner they say he's a bit freak so he's coming to company sometimes and he's checking around and he's writing and he's asking why they don't do it yeah we have, so that's following all the regulations and just getting yeah they have to and especially during covid i think we should we should follow more because otherwise uh we can it it could it could go somewhere that no one wants right uh, yeah and if we have like fever or some any symptoms of covid we just get off stay off like sick leave and wait uh, like what are the other symptoms developing or not or i got for example uh, last month a covid test it was negative but uh, i still get it because i'm not sure i didn't know my friend she went to florida so in the time of second wave in florida so that that was the reason i had lots of fever like 30, 38 i think it was and oh, the wow. fever i had yeah and i i went and i got a uh, test it was negative and yeah, I, then i continue my work that's great finally i mean got tested got the results shirt all the colleagues associates that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. safety is the most important part right well um is there anything you would like to add otherwise uh to to like our audiences our audiences are obviously like lab workers lab employees and so like if it's like if a person if they are already in a lab i cannot i, I might not be able to advise something but if the ones who are wanting applying for science especially for bio or microbiology they should be clear and know that what they want like what they get inspired by or what do they want to go to the business of the business part of science or just to the rd or just regular research they are very different and people should be aware what they want that's the most right. important like uh, no need to spend years in university labs 
if you are not inspired or if you just think that you will not be hired by a company. Because most probably, and I'm sure the one who have PhD, they get they can do you cannot like if you don't have business mind with PhD you never be you cannot be rich, like very rich. But if you have business mind without even PhD or without even masters, you can be there. Right. So just I, I could just add that one. Okay. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time, Lola. We truly appreciate that. Um, and uh, obviously your advice is to newcomers, new lab employees, and uh, mm -hmm. students who are listening to this podcast. If you like this podcast and would like to get notified of our future episodes, please follow us on Spotify or whatever podcast platform you use. Until next time, your host, Nader Baimatov.